I forgot how I start. You say hello. Hello, and welcome to Recording Live. <laughs> I'm Dexter, and with me, as always, is... It's me, Matt. Um, yeah, we, we've been chatting for 45 minutes. Yeah. We should have been recording. Um, oh, well. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, we're, we're... Matt's over at my house today, so this is becoming a thing, I guess, where we're recording together. Yeah, we just had an issue where I will have family in town, and you will be out of town next week, so yep, we so. thought we try, we decided just to hit another episode we we struggled with this before trying to do it recently where we tried to do one but that you were we'll keep this one moderately quick and yeah uh, so it's only been a week since we've we've yep. recorded and i have a couple things that have happened which are fun to talk about oh good good so. um yeah and i i finally watched the last episode of obi-wan so we'll be talking about that i guess uh which man that was a good episode it's a good episode huh? <laughs> it's a good show oh man if 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 yeah, okay. And then uh, we'll talk about that. And then, uh, yeah, I started playing Star Wars... Uh, I still don't know what it's called. Fall, uh, Jedi Outcast? <clears throat> Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Uh, which I only played an hour of it, but I'm looking forward to playing that game. So, I mean, I don't know. There's nothing really else to say about that game since I only played an hour of it. But if it, it, if you if anyone who's listening has never played it, it feels a lot... Because uh, you were, I don't know. I feel like you described it as like just a running around game. I've been told it's, it's um, Star Wars, but it's it's like Dark Souls or, or yeah, Bloodborne or Demon um, Souls. And I I would I would uh, say it's it it plays almost exactly like The Last of Us or um, oh, the Drake games. Um, oh, the movie Uncharted. Uncharted, where like it it looks and feel like. It kind of looks like a world where you can go anywhere, but literally there's only one path that you can take. Yeah. And it's kind of just like running around, climbing on things, uh, and it's very obvious the direction you have to go in because there's only like there's only one ladder and it's over there and you have to climb it to keep going, yeah. you know? And so like the any path that you shouldn't take is always blocked off or has a locked door or something. Uh, and that's exactly how The Last of Us is. That's exactly, like, how uh, Uncharted is. And and in my mind, that's always been, like, my complaint about those games, I guess, is, like, it, it almost... And I think that's what you've kind of brought up. Like, those games just feel like you're just watching a movie. And that's kind of why. Especially Last of Us. Yeah. I mean, there's a ton of cutscenes, yeah. But then, like, I, I kind of wish it was more... Like, oh, not even necessarily open world, like, Fallout. But, like, at least in Fallout... They just make a building, and you go into the building, you just have to get to a certain room, and you can take any route you want, you yeah. know? Uh, Dishonored was the same way. Like, Dishonored was even... That was a good game in that sense where, like, you you had just, like, um, I don't know, like, a few city blocks, and, like, and the roads were then blocked off, and you couldn't go any further, but yeah. then you could literally go through all... Not all the buildings, but, like, a lot of the buildings, and it was just, like... Get this mission done. Get there how you can. Yeah. And those are fun. But, no, I'm still looking forward to this game, even though it is very linear in that sense where, like, you just kind of have to go on this track. But it, the story looks really good. Uh, the gameplay was a lot of fun. Uh, there's a lot you can do just with all the... Like, you use all the buttons on that controller. Because, mm. um, like, you have all these force abilities... Or, I mean, I only have a handful of force abilities so far, but... Or, like, two, I think. Yeah. Um, but, like, you can deflect lightsaber uh, blasters right away. There's uh, You can parry attacks. And that's really critical in the game. Whereas I feel like most games I can get by without, like, really learning how to, like, p- block and parry an attack. Like in Fable, like I just soup my guy up real strong, and like it doesn't matter if I block or not. 
I have that problem with a game I'm playing right now. Yeah. Yeah, I have to do the same thing. Like, it uses all the buttons, and you have to learn how to block and things, because if you don't, you get you get phased, and you can't do anything, so... Yeah. I'm a little worried that we can't hear you. I'm going to move oh. this closer to you. Okay. That should just help. There we go. Okay, uh, we're back. <clears throat> um, I don't know that I'm going to edit that out. But, uh, yeah, so... Yeah, that Star Wars game looks really good. Um, but yeah, other than that, what, I guess what uh, before we get into Obi Wan, what have you been up to? I finished my audio, Hobbit audiobook. Yeah. Yep, I finished <laughs> the Hobbit and uh, very enjoyable. Yeah. Very enjoyable, read by Andy Serkis, mm-hmm. and uh, I look forward to when the Two Towers. Uh, when I pick that up to watch it to listen to it, mm-hmm. um, started digging into the appendices of the Hobbit movies. Yeah. And, because uh, I, the movies have warmed up to me a lot, but... That's interesting. I, like, spe- like, more after reading the books again, or... Kinda. That's kinda how it works with me. Sure. And, uh, but I was what, listening, I was watching some of the appendices to the Hobbit movie. I was mm-hmm. watching the Battle of the Five Armies, where they try and explain how there are five armies in the movie, when in reality, some people will argue and say there's, like, 27. Mm. And, um... I was, I was enjoying watching some of that, and I got to a portion when they talk about it. Like they break them up into they break segments up into the characters in the movies, mm-hmm. and I got to Thrandril, who is played by uh, the Elf King. Yeah, in the movies, who's played right. by Lee Pace. Yeah, who's a wonderful actor, mm-hmm. and I, I like him in everything. Uh, probably my favorite story about the Hobbit is when Lee Pace got uh, and Lee Pace. He's also in the MCU movies as Ronan. Yep, Ronan um, the Accuser. Yeah. He, uh, when he got the part of Throndrill and went to New Zealand, they took him on a tour of Weta Workshop, where they build everything yeah. for the Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, and uh, movies down there. Yeah. And throughout the tour, uh, Lee Pace looked at Richard Taylor, the guy who runs all of Weta, and he looked at Richard and said, can I have a job here? <laughs> and legitimately, when he wasn't filming... He was building armors and sets and huh. weapons and painting stuff. And they showed footage of him with uh, like a safety mat, uh, helmet on. And he has literally got a circular saw and he's cutting into sets. And it shows huh. him like pounding in metal and building swords and shows him painting dwarf armor. Oh man, that's awesome. It was like it made me laugh and smile yeah. so much that yeah, he literally not even jokingly asked if he could have a job while he would <laughs> while he was there and yeah, when he wasn't filming, he was building yeah. he was building stuff. Cuz he's not in it a ton, is he? He's in I guess he, he's in the he, Hobbit more than he is in Lord of the Rings. He's not in Lord of the Rings at all. Oh, he's not? Nope. Who is nope. the guy? Legolas. Oh, no, you're right. That was a different guy. It was Legolas. Well, no, in Lord of the Rings, I was thinking um Elrond? No, not Caliborn. Elrond. <laughs> you're thinking of Caliborn, Gladriel's husband, aren't yes, you? Yes, Gladriel's husband. Yes, those are higher elves. He's a wood elf. They're different. Oh, okay. Um but yeah, he's not and he's not in the Lord of the Rings books either he's in the appendices oh okay he's fighting uh their own fight up north and stuff mm-hmm. like that but yeah he's he's in he's in desolation of smaug and then mm-hmm. he is in most of battle of the five armies is he um like legolas is like superior he's his father okay he's legolas's dad that's what i thought which okay. i i get a laugh about because is he we, in the books uh yes he's known as just as the elven king legolas is not Oh, but the Elven oh, yeah. King is. 
He's the one that captures the 13 in Mirkwood. Okay, yep. And uh, then he shows up at the Battle of the Five Armies to mm-hmm. help. And okay. he's more of a generous person in the books, whereas mm, yeah. like he's, he's literally offering aid to the people of Lake Town and things like that, whereas in the movie... He wants the treasure that's in the mountain and stuff. So yeah. he's he's very much I'm only, I will give you this, but I'm here for other reasons. In the book, he's more generous hmm. and much more nice. Um, hmm. But Weird. yeah, it it was fun watching all those behind the scenes and things like that. And I always like Lee Pace in anything because he's a yeah. good actor, and I always get a laugh because he's younger than Orlando Bloom, and he's playing Orlando and he's playing Orlando Bloom's father. In yeah, the he just he like looks more. Like he looks older, like I just th- like yeah, looks wiser maybe. I don't know what the like. It's, it's, I don't know how to describe it. But it's like, weird, and he looks more like a dad. Yeah, and <laughs> I didn't know he was American, but he's yeah, he's from Oklahoma. Yeah, I was gonna say I think he's from. I, I thought he was from the South, which yes. yeah, kind of. And he lives. I think he lives in the Midwest with his hmm. partner. I don't yeah. think he's married. Yeah. Um, I felt so bad for him because Ian McKellen outed him out as gay. Yeah. And that was kind of sad. And he's and uh, he's, he's really private, isn't he? He's extremely private. Yeah. He doesn't identify as gay. He identifies as queer. And sure. but he's been in a relationship with someone for years, and he lives out on a farm. Hmm. And um, really good actor. He he does mostly television. I've seen. Interesting. I don't know that I even knew that. He starred in some shows. Like huh. he had a show for the past couple of years, he started. Right. He carried a show and he won awards for it. But was it that detective show? Maybe. Maybe. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look him up. I don't watch too much TV, but I looked him up because I was wondering what else he's been in. He was in the Twilight movies. Oh. Yes, and the funny thing <laughs> is, is uh, uh, he's in interviews. He's full on admitted he knows the notoriety of the Twilight movies, yeah. but he still just wanted to work. He oh. still wanted to do it, and he was. And and people have even said, for as bad as these movies are, this is uh, Lee Pace does a very good job, and uh, a character like this probably should have been in the movies more than hmm. the last one because I think he's only in the last one, first or second one, um, the last, the yeah. last of the two parter. And people were even saying this character should have been in more of them, but he was well received oh, for it. He's in Foundation. I really want to watch that. Yes, that's the show. Um, cause that's, um, Isaac Asimov wrote, a, so he's famous for iRobot. Yes. Like the author. Mm-hmm. Um, but he wrote, Foundation was a book about, like, uh, government mm-hmm. over the course of, like, three or four or five generations. Yeah. I only, I've listened to, like, half of it. It's really good, but it's just, like, it's real dense. Like, it's just a lot of politics. Yeah. But it's funny, because it's just, it's, like, politics from the perspective of somebody who has clearly spent a lot of time thinking about robots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I really want to watch that show, but I just haven't. But yeah, no, but that's pretty much what I've been doing. I I did end up like when my power came on today because I lost my power in my home, uh, and my my town lost power. I was watching some of the appendices, and I watched the whole one about Tario, the female elf they made for the Hobbit movies, played by Evangeline Lilly. Right. Okay. And I have no problems with that character because the Hobbit literally has no female characters in it so i mean did they create that character to have a female character yes. or did she serve another purpose to have a female character okay in the movie. because the the hobbit it, it's very well known that you have to like if if there's no women in your movie yeah it's very possible it could fail yeah sure like i know one movie that one of my favorite movies doesn't have women in it but it's because of the it's an, the isolation of the film reservoir dogs no uh john carpenter's the thing <laughs> oh right, right there's right. no women in that movie because it's set in antarctica in the 80s yeah uh but 
uh, they created it because they realized there's no female characters in The Hobbit. Not mm-hmm. to say that Tolkien did not have female characters. He has very strong female characters in Lord of the Rings, yeah. uh, Eowyn. But there is legitimately only one female character in the Hobbit book. Smaug. No. It's, um... Oh, it's, uh, Glad... No, uh... It's Bedelia Sackville Baggins. No, Tom Bombadil's, uh... Oh, Lady... Lady... Gold Lady? Lady Goldberry. Goldberry? The woman who, uh, Tom Bombadil kidnapped. Yeah, yeah, kidnapped, or it is Tom Bombadil. No. No, I love the idea of Tom Bombadil just literally takes off his Are they he never, takes off his they're beard. In the room together. I that's are the thing. They? No, they're not. I don't believe they are. Now that you say that, I don't think they are. <laughs> I don't believe they are in Lord of the Rings. No, that and that's Lord of the Rings. That's not the Hobbit. Oh it is, darn it. Yes. No, I, I always forget. Yeah. No, Tom Bombadil uh, mm. in The Hobbit, there are no female characters except Lobelia uh, Sackville Baggins and I be- I think and she's only at the end of the book when Bilbo shows back up and everyone's like auctioning off. They're his- stealing his stuff. Yes. Yeah. But there are yeah, nobody else is in there's no other female characters. So they created Talio mm. and I think they did a good job. People didn't like the character. Yeah, some, pe- some people don't like it because they don't feel she's Tolkien-like, but they were very much trying to. Mm. The great thing about her stuff is I also love Evangeline Lilly. She's yeah, wonderful in, the, in, the, in everything. She, I only know her uh, from, I guess, Lost and um, Ant-Man. Yes. Um, she's, uh, her, first, her first role was Freddy versus Jason. She's a background character. Oh. You can see her yeah. in the background of the movie. She plays That's a background funny. character. Another person that's like, oh, shot in Canada. Yeah, she's Canadian. Well, Lost was the. I remember when she was in Lost, they had to fight for her because mm-hmm. the government, the American government, didn't want to give her a green card because oh. they were just like, "Can't you get an American actress?" And they're just like, "No, she's amazing." <laughs> yeah, and she dated, she dated Mary, uh, from the Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah, Dominic Monaghan. Uh, but hmm. yeah, she. They talk about when they ha- wanted to have. Oh, they were in Lost together. Yeah, they when they wanted to have a kiss mm-hmm. with her and the dwarf. That was the love interest for her in the oh, movie. Oh, yeah. I need when, to rewatch that. She does, and she won the argument because they were wondering when it was going to be. And she said, it needs to be when he's dead. Like when he died, when he's dead and she's mourning, she kisses him. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she says, okay, it's been five years since we shot this. I can finally reveal this story. She does, and it shows the clip. When they're filming, she's bawling and she leans in to kiss him. Mm-hmm. And when she does, she pulls up. And all of the snot in her nose just poured out, and it, she lifted up, and it's just a giant, long snot roll that is just touching his face and coming out of her nose. <laughs> she freaks out and starts trying to wipe his face, apologizing. And Peter Jackson goes, "All right, just one take. We'll edit it. We'll we'll CGI that out." <laughs> I was laughing pretty hard during that. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. Uh, yeah, I need to rewatch The Hobbit. They're good. I, I saw it in theater, and that was it. Uh, yeah, I, I always love getting the extended editions and watching those. They're fun. Um, yeah. I've warmed up to The Hobbit very much. I understand what they were going with. It was just, uh, it's one of those things where I think years have been better for it. Yeah. I mean, when it came out, I just thought, like, they should have just made two movies. They did. They did make two movies. And then, I think six months before the first one came out, it was decided, we're going to do three. Yeah. And you know what? You watch all three of them, and you really do go, how would this have been two movies? Yeah. Uh, Because the... When was that? Um, Because they talk about... uh, In the the commentary and stuff, they actually say, this would have been the end of the first movie. And it was when they would have reached, like... um, 
Bayon's uh, house, the Bear Man. Yeah. So you think of all the stuff between that. No, no, because Bayon is the beginning of the second book. Where is it? Oh, they do everything in the first movie, quote-unquote everything. They meet the Woodland Elves, Mm -hmm. and then it's like when they get to Dale, that would have been the end of the first movie. And it's like... Oh, wow. That, that's like six hours. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. How would that have worked into two hours? Well, da- like, getting to Dale is, like, near the end of the book, isn't it? Yes, um, since I just read it. Um, it's very weird because the book is all, the book is super rushed by the end. Um, yeah, it is. It's it's really slow and all of a sudden really fast. It's yeah. really weird that I'm re- I'm listening to the audiobook and I see the Battle of the Five Armies start and I look at my phone and I'm, like, one hour left in the book. Yeah. And I'm going... It wraps oh my up real God. fast. Yeah. It wraps up real fast, and that's one thing they talk about in the appendices. How, and even uh, Tolkien's historians have said that the Hobbit is a good book, but it's also an extremely flawed book, even in the sense that the tones completely change where a terrible war happens in this children's adventure book. Yeah. Well, I remember as a kid, I don't like. I I watched the cartoon, I guess, mm-hmm. and like, and I always thought that was like. I hated the battle part, I guess. Yeah, I, I still haven't rewatched the Rankin-Bass one. I want they did to. A, I feel like they did a good job of just... Well, I wonder if that's why like the book is just like Bilbo gets knocked out and then he wakes up and the battle is over. Yes, and they just tell him... And that's oh, what makes it a kid's book. I Yeah, I don't know. It's very <laughs> weird. But yeah, I also know that the Hobbit book is also broken up. The chapters are broken up into creatures that you meet. Huh. Yes, first chapter's Bilbo. Yeah. Then the dwarves. Yep. Then the trolls. Mm-hmm. Then the goblins, then Gollum, then Bayon, mm-hmm. uh, then the elves, hmm. and then Smaug, and the Battle of the Five Armies. It's broken up into every yeah. chapter is a creature that you meet. That's interesting. Yeah. Yes, found that out. Thought that was very odd. Well, I mean, it makes sense for a kid's book. Yep. To focus on creatures like that. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, that, that's what I've been doing. I finished that. I'm eagerly waiting to get my next audiobook so I can start listening to that at work and. Mm-hmm. All that jazz. Um, taking a short week this coming up because my sister will be in town. So yeah, what are they? Are they coming up for? They're coming up for the Dew Tour, the Mountain Dew Tour that's going oh. on. It's a skating tournament. I always forget that that we have that in town now. Uh, this will be the second year. Oh okay. Yep. Okay. This will well. be the second year they have it because they build a big skate park near downtown. Yeah. My nephew likes uh, skating and stuff like that, so they thought it would be a fun little trip. Sure. And it was either this or come back for Christmas. So they're coming back now. <laughs> that's- Funny. Yeah, they don't want they don't want to come back for Christmas. So uh, it's when everyone does it. Yeah, it, and that was the decision. They almost canceled, but then they were like, "We'll tell you this: we come back for the holidays." And my sister's like, "Well, we're going back now." Then that's funny. Yeah. So it'll be fun to see them. I'm taking some time off from work and spend some time with them. And nice. I think uh, what was it? Friday we have a family reunion and oh. Thursday a family friend reunion, um, and then Saturday we're gonna go to the zoo here in the city. Cool. Yep, and been there since it was little, so it'll be fun. Yeah, <coughs> excuse me. I've gone a handful of times. We've had a membership for actually for the last I don't know four or five years uh, for the kids, and so we go all the time. Okay. Um, and it's not amazing. <laughs> it's the Blink Park Zoo. <coughs> well, like, so we have like a hand, like what a few tigers, a few lions, um, small monkey things, a bunch of giraffes. An ant- I think there's like one antelope, 
or a handful of antelopes, maybe. There's a rhino. There's rhinos. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, yeah, they have, like, everything. I think they got rid of the, the uh, groundhogs or meerkat exhibit. Not that little thing that we used to crawl through. Yeah, the, oh. last year they got rid of it, yeah. Asshole. I don't know if I don't know if they moved them like those animals somewhere, but I don't think that that particular exhibit like just last year they tore it out. Oh. Um, oh yeah, there's seals or sea lions or whatever they are. I think seals. Um, the penguins. Yeah, this is uh, flamingos. There is a porcupine. It smells oh. bad. Oh. Um, oh, and there's the little frogs. And cockroaches. Everyone always says, hey, enjoy. It kind of sucks. And I'm like, probably not for a four-year-old. No, kids love it. Yeah, um, exactly. It's and like, you know, now that I'm like going through all the animals, like there's a decent amount of animals there. He'll be fine. Just, I mean, he's four. Yeah. So like, I'm, they, they don't have a zoo over there. They have a museum, which yeah. the museum's fun to go to. We did when I visited. But. Oh, interesting. I, I'm just comparing it to like, so within driving distance, the, there's the Omaha oh, Zoo yeah, and Omaha. Minnesota Zoo. And those are both amazing zoos. But really, like the, the one here isn't bad. I remember I've been to the rainforest for quite a couple times. In Where's o- the in the, Omaha? The Omaha Zoo. Yeah, that's a good zoo. That's, yeah, uh, it was funny because uh, I remember. Was it the Omaha? I think it was the Minnesota Zoo. Actually, I remembered going because my uncle lives up there, and so we went there once when I was a kid, and I just had this. I had a memory of it, and it just and I thought it was the Omaha Zoo, and then we went to the Omaha Zoo with the, for the kids like a few years ago, and I was just like, this doesn't feel right. Then we finally went to the Minnesota Zoo, and I was like, this is it. This is my memory from when I was a kid. <laughs> and it was the monkeys, and it was because uh, I remembered watching them, and they, like, they were legitimately playing tag, and there was a fat monkey that was just like sitting on the ground, and that was bass. Oh. So like whenever they were touching that monkey, the other one would just pace around, oh. and then you just take off, and like they were just having the fastest game of tag I've ever seen. <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, but yeah, anyway, zoos are cool. Uh, <laughs> you'll have to tell me how you like it oh yeah i'm sure it'll be entertaining I'm uh, happy and there's the train hopefully the train's running that's always oh, fun my yeah. kids love that um but yeah cool he'll have a good time mm-hmm. so i'm happy to see him i haven't seen him since thanksgiving so it'll be fun yeah 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 that's been it for with me uh yeah i'm trying to think this week has been i went back to work after my vacation uh i was just exhausted <laughs> like it's just exhausting being around people again kind yeah. of thing or like interacting and stuff um but no i don't know i yeah I, i've not i don't feel like it was a very busy week I, I did a ton of uh work this morning out in the yard i had to clean it all up after like i don't think i've done any yard work for like a month like mowing or anything just because it's been so dry yeah um but uh we had some a uh, handful of trees in our backyard that got ants in it some and like the ants have been killing it so i don't know if they're carpenter oh, ants or something yeah so i've been cutting them down slowly for the last like two or three months and just putting them in we, we got the compost bin instead of the bags sorry this is like boring adult stuff <laughs> uh but it's just been a hassle like so and then today it was like 90 degrees by the time it was like 10 o'clock yeah. Uh, and so I was just like, I was, yeah. my sweat was dripping into my eyes. Like, I don't know that that's ever happened to me before. Yeah, it's 93 right now and it's eight o'clock at night. Yeah. So it was supposed to be a hundred today. Yes. I was dreading it. <clears throat> just a low of 79. So, uh, but yeah, no, and, and it's always fun t- to me to like, do like, like I got the chainsaw out and like, like I was having a good time, but it was like <laughs> super hot. Um, and then like an idiot, I tried to take the kids to the, to a park and like we show up and there's nobody else there and it's just like I should have known better but because it was just so hot right and like ever the whole like all the equipment was like just hot 
and the, it was just like we couldn't even really do anything, and so we ended up just leaving. Um, but yeah, so today was more or less just an inside day for the kids. Yeah. Which, right before you showed up, my uh, my youngest daughter, she was just she was just freaking out about everything. And I think it was just like just being inside all day, and then she was just tired. Because, uh, oh, they went to Adventureland yesterday. Oh, fun. Uh, and they were worn out. They spent the whole day there. <laughs> uh, which, I guess, if you're not from here, Adventureland is just our amusement local theme, park. amusement park. Um, which has got new management this year. Did you know that? Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Uh, but, I don't know. Like they've re- It sounds like they've renamed a couple rides, and they've built a couple other rides. Uh, like where the dragon it used to be, because that's not been there for a while now, apparently. Yeah, I haven't been to Adventureland in I a long time. I didn't know that. Yeah, we went, I went last year, and I remember like, uh, I was excited because I wanted to ride the dragon again, which it has like the two upside-down loops, and it just wasn't there. Like the, the loops are there, but nothing else is. The oh. rest of the track is gone. Um, but now it's like kids' rides <laughs> where the dragon was. Oh, okay. Um and yeah, and I guess my daughter ate uh, just a b- big bag of popcorn for lunch, uh, <laughs> and my son got a giant corn dog because uh, he loves corn dogs. Which it turns out he uh, one time he's just, uh, he asked for a corn dog and and he always peels off the bread. He's like, "Do you just want a hot dog on a stick?" And he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> so I always just do that for him. But anyway, uh, that's I guess yeah it for me this week. Oh, does he not eat the cornbread? No, he doesn't. Oh. So it's just like, I just, uh, we have like reusable chopsticks. So I just shove a hot dog on a chopstick and just hand it to him now whenever we have hot dogs. Because he, like, he won't eat the hot dog bun either. Like, he, um, he he doesn't care for bread so much. He eats the carbs. He probably does. But, uh, yeah. He'll eat a sandwich if you cut off the crust the crust but because if you don't he'll just peel the crust off so that's a kid thing to do yeah um but yeah i don't know that's that i'm gonna talk about obi-wan yes all right so last episode of obi-wan <laughs> the finale con- final confrontation yeah and um i don't know it was really good so it starts off where um obi-wan kind of separates from everyone else so and leia's upset because he's leaving her and I never, I didn't figure out why did he take her droid. He took the droid and then like he put it on the dash of his uh, of the spaceship after he lands, and then Darth Vader comes to fight him, and then he gives it. And then he, I think it's just like to have something to take back to her, maybe. Yeah, I think so. But no, oh man, and then that fight between him and Vader that was a that was a great lightsaber battle. It was a really good fight. It was amazing. Yeah, it's 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 a little weird, but I kind of justify some of it. Because during their fight, they're literally throwing boulders at each other. Yeah. And they're not getting great. hurt by them. Uh, they're blocking it with the force. Well, somewhat. And then you have Vader like getting like Just pummeled, pummeled by yeah. a mountain, essentially. I kind of take it the way they were like deflecting some of it and stuff, that that planet was probably extremely dense. And so it was like they were getting hit by like shale. Where it just oh, crumbles. sure, sure. Like the rocks was extremely dense. The density was super high, so... Uh, like you can just like punch probably a mountain and it would just it wouldn't hurt you but it would damage a lot of that yeah just really delicate stuff yeah that's kind of what it looked like sure but um, I'll buy that <laughs> that's, that's kind of how I took it because I was kind of like wow oh, they're really like just beating the shit out of each yeah. other with all this rocks and well, they're not getting ex- hurt too bad so I'm like I'm guessing this planet's got some unique like gravity or density sure. to it well and like Vader's 
uh, like his helmet wasn't even scratched, which oh. I was just like, what is that supposed to be made out of? That's is what it? I thought. And the well, it also is that went. Mascar? Well, well, um, when when they're destroying some of the mountain, it sounds like glass breaking. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, the, I mean, maybe it is glass. I don't like, think it's glass, but I think it's something similar, like yeah. like a, a shale or something sure, like sure, that. Sure, sure, sure. But um, no, their whole final confrontation and their whole conversation was just kind of heartbreaking. Yeah, like the when he said like you, uh, you're you're upset because you think you killed oh, Anakin. But he you... says he's uh, what is he? Because when he sees Anakin's face, he yeah. says that uh, Obi Wan starts crying and saying yeah. I'm sorry and stuff, and he says you're not you. I am not your failure, Obi-Wan. Yeah. You didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did. Yeah. And I didn't... And everyone's like, well, it's absolving Obi-Wan of his guilt. And that's what he's doing. Sure. But I was like, I just didn't know how to read that, like, what he was telling him. Because it founded like he was in a form of forgiving him for everything. But sure. He's I... also... But it's also, it's also Darth Vader taking, um, like... Like accepting responsibility. Except, yeah, that's kind of how I took it. Or sure. taking the victory that he defeated Anakin. Yeah, he defeated himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I loved it. Like I thought Hayden Christensen did an amazing job. Yeah, he did. And I was really happy we got to see the Emperor for about twenty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got so excited to see him, was, even though he looks uh, a little people, off. Like he looked too old or something. Well, he wouldn't look super old because he's he's roughly about it's fifteen years before he dies. Yeah, but like I don't know, like just he looked. People thought something people think he's wrong. CGI. I don't think he was CGI. I wasn't sure. It just it, something about him looked off. Like there's too much makeup on or something. I don't know. I, I know Ian McDiarmid said the month beforehand he wasn't going to be in the show, so it was kind of a nice surprise that he ended up actually being in it. Yeah, because he just he was just trying to subvert everyone away from it. Sure. Um, but I liked it. Uh, I liked Riva's whole story. I liked story. that a lot. If, and if and they, it actually made me because I heard that she's getting a spinoff, or at least people were at like want one. I, I hope know. so because people did not treat her that actress. No, really. she got yeah. I would hope that she may. I mean, granted, it's a bit of a stretch. She's twenty eight years old. She's playing a I don't know, like a nineteen year old in this or something like oh, that. Oh really? I, I didn't realize she's supposed to be that young. Well, she was a kid when well, it's ten years after Order sixty six, and she was a young girl. Oh, sure. She was a little thing. She was like yeah. 10 years old, so she's only like 20, 21 or so. Okay. Um, it might be a little bit of a stretch, but because this would be, let me think, 10. It'd be 20 years later. I wouldn't be against her maybe being in the Ahsoka show. Oh, yeah. She'd probably be in her 40s by then, but sure. maybe just gray her up if you want to. But then again, Katie Sackhoff is straight up playing a 60-year-old Bo-Katan in Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. So it's one of those I... which I'm like, ah, either or, but... I would actually like to see maybe that character show back up in the era of modern yeah. of the Star Wars shows right now. I was wondering too because like what I guess what's the official story on what happens to the Inquisitors because like they should be in the original trilogy and they're not. No, uh, you haven't watched Rebels, so it's Rebels related. They're they're villains and rebels. Well, no, I get that, but so then if they're in, is there any story that takes place between Obi Wan and A New Hope other than Rogue One? Rebels. Rebels takes place. The show in that Rebels, time? yeah. Oh, okay. Rebels okay, okay. starts like five years before. Rebels, yeah, picks up like is four year, four or five years after this up this show. Oh, okay. And the Inquisitors are the villains. For some reason, I thought Rebels took place before Obi Wan would. No, okay. no, 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 no. It takes place a couple years before A New Hope. 
Oh. It's building the the rebellion. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yes. Okay. That, I mean, that makes sense given the name. And the Inquisitors are are the villains for the first couple seasons. In the first oh, season, okay. the Grand Inquisitor is the main villain. The second season, there's a couple of Darth Vader's the main villain, but gotcha. he, he has a couple. Uh, what's a fifth brother? I think his name was. Yeah. He's in that. He's in. He's the in Asian Rebels. guy. Yes. Yeah. He's in Rebels. Yeah, I thought I saw something about him being in one of the cartoons. Okay. Yeah, and I think Seventh Sister is in it too, played by Sarah Michelle Gellar, and then there's hmm. another one as well. What's the deal with that naming system? I don't know. Oh, okay. I actually don't know the reason for Cause the naming in, system. Because in the game that I'm playing, there's a second sister, I think. Yes. And it's like a yeah. I yeah. I don't know the uh, I don't know the deal with their naming. They okay. were uh, they were a hit squad made by the emperor and given to Vader to run. Oh, okay. And um, the Grand Inquisitor, he's actually a Jedi. He's a former Jedi. Yeah, yeah. That's what I yeah. gathered. He's a former Jedi. Uh, most of them are Padawans, but he was actually a Jedi Knight that became disenfranchised. Makes sense. But, yeah, and I liked her story. I really liked the f- scenes with Owen and Baru and young yeah. Luke. And I loved the ending scene with uh, with Owen just going, Ben, want to meet him? And it's yeah. like, oh, that made me feel so good. The, the thing... I was really upset that Ben or that Owen ne- like never really seemed to warm up to Obi Wan at all. He doesn't, but, he, but he for can't. legitimate purposes. Because in at the beginning of A New Hope, he clearly has animosity towards him. He doesn't, though. No, not really. No, because I thought he's, he... he's sounding negative, but it's to keep Luke away. Right, and so like, but he just. I says, guess that doesn't mean he can't like him. Well. He doesn't want Luke to go off and do that shit. Yeah. He just doesn't want to. Because he doesn't talk much about him. He just is... Because uh, he says he's like, that's just a crazy old man. Right. He's dead and stuff. That's it. Okay, but okay. But yeah, when he's, when Luke is sitting around ta- having dinner talking about him... Yeah. Him and Baru are just glaring at each other. Like, they're both just eyeing each other like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I liked it. And then I liked the, uh, I liked the scene of Qui-Gon. Yeah, I didn't know what to make of that. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like that they finally brought it, like, showed him as a Force ghost. Although, I thought... Well, I, I think it must have been, like, speculation or something. I don't know. But, like, that he was the first of the Jedi to be a Force ghost. He's supposed to be the first and, to be one. And, like, part of the the reason with that is that, like, that's why he never is actually a Force ghost. And that he's ever, he's only just a voice. Um. And so, like, since he was the first one, he just hadn't mastered it. Yes, and that, that's, that was that's the always, rationale. That has always been the the idea with okay. Qui Gon because in Episode Three, Yoda explains that Qui Gon was able to come back. Yeah, he's able to return from the Netherworld. Yeah, and uh, he doesn't show up as a Force ghost in the Clone Wars, but is vo- there is a whole like two part episode where Yoda is trying to figure out what's going on. Okay, and then uh, it's always been implied that he was he was never to become tangible obviously that's different now yeah but now you get to cut to rise of skywalker where all the jedi are able to become force ghosts yeah you've that's... got yeah you've got qui-gon you got obi-wan you got yoda but you've also got ahsoka you've got kanan from rebels you've got mace windu's voice mm, does that mean ahsoka's dead i mean it's 30 years from where it is so she's probably gone by now Sure, sure. I would imagine so. Yeah. And, uh, um, but yeah, I mean, the, some people still get annoyed that Anakin become a Force ghost, and it's like, mm. well, it's fine. He I don't retribu- care. I mean, he, 
or he there's uh, no he excuse why why Kylo Ren disappeared in Rise of Skywalker. That one's more atro- atrocious to me. Well, th- he kind of came around. He he became good for like a split second. A split second went from being Hitler to you know becoming a good guy because of love. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh. I think I think one thing about like obi-wan uh too i guess getting back to that uh like when he was fighting vader and then he just walks away he's like what are you doing um but then i realized when he when he's with uh reva later that like he never tries to fight her or even argue with her about anything he's just like all right now you're good go out and do good and i realized like the thing with with obi-wan and and why I now would even argue that he's one of my favorite characters in Star Wars. Yeah, which you is were funny so because I was two mo- three months ago about him. It, well, and this is why I also like Qui Gon so much, though, too. Even though he's barely in the movies and stuff, is that like uh, most of the Jedi, they're just like, nope, he's evil. Let's go kill him. Yeah. But then, like Qui Gon and Obi Wan, they like have this firm belief that like no matter how far in like gone you are, they have a hope that you will come back and be a Jedi. Not really with Obi Wan though. No. No, I don't know why he doesn't. He doesn't kill Darth Vader in that in Obi Wan because there's you know. Well, he can't. Yeah, he can't technically. But like they could but, have written that scene in a way that like he barely escapes or yes, something. Though he does very much pressure Luke that he has to kill Darth Vader in the original trilogy. Okay. Because sure. yeah, there's even a scene where Luke says he can't kill his own father, and Obi Wan goes, "Well, then the Emperor's won." Yeah, that's a good point. And he even flat out says in the original show, he's like, he's more machine now than man. Like, there's nothing yeah. left of Obi-Wan. Ah, that's can. disappointing. Because I like the idea that, like, he like is holding, uh, like, hope for, for I, I personally still do, too. I think he just didn't kill him because he just can't bring himself to do it. Yeah. Like, even though he says his friend's dead and everything, I just don't think he can do it. I don't think he yeah. can still kill well, him. Well, and even as he walked away, he said goodbye, Vader. Or good, goodbye, goodbye, Darth. Darth. Yep. And then um, in nine years, they're going to meet up again and... And he's going to put up a really weak... Both of them put up a really weak fight all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, well, here's the thing. And this is a, something I know I've seen people talk about. This is my personal interpretation. Yeah. This is the first little crack of Darth Vader. This ten years is the... This is when... Ti- the, these first ten years of Vader from episode three to this was yeah. him in his prime where he is vicious as shit. Yeah. He's, he's snapping kids' neck in one of the episodes. Like, he's monster. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. was his first real defeat... And this is when he started cracking. Like this is when mm. this is when Vader he's getting weaker and like he's not obviously the light's not coming back to him. But this was his, his this defeat and everything. This was his first little 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 bit of yeah. something going on with Vader. Sure. And plus, like yeah, in ten years he's gonna within the next nine years he's gonna get a little older. Even though in this he's my God, how old is he? He's like thirty three. Like Darth Vader's like 33 in the show. Yeah. And um, huh. but yeah, that's kind of just my interpretation. Yeah. And then by a new hope, uh, he finds uh, you know, him and Obi Wan have a fight, and yeah, it's not a great fight, but well, that's just because the technology at the time, technology at the time, two old men in suits, two old men in costumes fighting, but also it's not about the flashy fight; it's about what it actually is supposed to meaning the yeah. internal struggle, and then Empire. He reveals he's he finds out he has a son and then his redemption in Jedi. That was the other thing. Like, why did Obi Wan never tell him he had kids? Like, you'd think that that would have been the thing to like. He would have hunted him down. He says that uh, they were hiding him from the Emperor. The kids. Yes. Yeah, and that's the why Emperor, I, and, uh, I guess yeah. Palpatine would have taken him. 
Sure. He would have ra- he would have killed Vader and probably raised them to be uh, his his actual disciples. And there's been stories about that in other in yeah in okay okay universe. Because I was just thinking, like, if he told Vader that he had kids, then that would be the ammunition to turn no. him on the Emperor, but not necessarily. Right when they were born, Yoda flat out said, we need to keep these kids hidden. Yeah. Like, they they are the future. Yeah. They will be needed someday and stuff like that. It is kind of cool in the Darth Vader comic book coming out right now. Vader is actually allied with um, Sabi, one of Padme's handmaidens. Mm-hmm. And she knows who he is. Yeah, to hunt or to find the kids. No, or no. Find... This takes place. This takes place right before Return of the Jedi. He's actually fighting Crimson Dawn. Oh, uh, the organization from Solo. Uh, mm-hmm. Vader's out hunting these things down, but he's he went off to go find out why Padme was killed. Yeah, and I think I brought this up. You, you have yeah. yes. The newest issue. Not only is he allied with Sabe, one of her handmaids, he's allied with his childhood friends, Kitster. And the little Greedo-looking alien from Tatooine. <laughs> is this a good comic? It's a wonderful comic. Oh, it's man. actually regarded as one of the best Vader comics. Huh. It's really good. They go to a planet where a whole bunch of... Because the whole thing is, is um, because Anakin never saved his mom from slavery, Yeah. Uh, Padme had her people from Naboo rescue all the slaves from Tatooine. Okay. But it was... She did it in secret. And so Padme's people took all of Anakin's friends who were slaves and stuff and got them off Tatooine, and they resettled on a planet. Okay. And now this planet is being under siege from Crimson Dawn and secret uh, uh, imper- Imperials who are part of Crimson Dawn. So Sabe says, I need to go free these people, and Vader goes with her. Mm-hmm. So he actually doesn't, obviously he doesn't tell anyone about it, but yeah. there's literal shots of him fighting side by side with like his childhood friends. That's and awesome. Like the last page of the comic, they go, we Crim- don't have. Is it Crimson Rain? Yes. Okay. And they're like, at the end of the last issue, they're all going, we don't have any transports. We can't chase them down. The only thing that's left is Kitster's vehicle. And Vader turns around. It's a fucking pod racer. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, awesome. It's a pretty good comic. No, it's really good. It stars Vader, uh, Sabe, uh, Ochi Bastoon, the Sith assassin that killed Ray's family. Mm. Uh, it's really good. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it a lot, but yeah. I'm um, trying to figure out who's writing it. Pack? I do not know the writers. The art's fairly what is fairly good, consistent, and I don't know the writer. Uh, it says Pack, but I don't. Uh, I can't place what his first name would be, and it's not telling me on the website his full name. I can look it up real quick. Uh, yeah, the covers just say uh, Pack. Uh, is it Greg Pack? Maybe I don't know. Uh, yeah, Greg Pack, I think. Yeah, he's written other Darth Vader comics. I assume it's him then. Okay. Um, he's writing the Stranger Things comic as well right now. Ugh. Um. Oh, it looks like he might have written like the Magneto origin as well. Some Hulk, Batman, Superman, John Wick. <laughs> yeah, Greg Pack. Yeah. I, I don't know that I follow him at all. I recognize his name, and that's about it. It's a good comic. It's uh, a really Firefly. Good... Some, so it looks like he gets a lot of... Um, Science fiction. Or just like... Uh, IP properties. Thank you. IP yep. properties, yeah. Um, interesting. Yeah. But yeah, uh, no. Uh, anyway, Obi-Wan is just... I love the show. Yeah. I love the show a lot. I That said... It it's up there as some of my favorite. I mean, there hasn't been a Star Wars show I have disliked yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is another hit for me. 
Uh, that said, I don't want a second season. No, I, I think a second season could possibly ruin it. Yeah, this um, was a movie that they rewrote and expanded into. And a I'm show. glad it wasn't a movie. I am too. Or at least it, if it, it was worked, a movie, maybe a trilogy. It worked like, in the movie. It has its flaws. I yeah. mean, Leia gets captured a, a couple times, and they have to follow the same plot. Which, sure. whatever, I liked it. I liked seeing the Inquisitor base. Um, ter- terrified of that giant, like, chamber of uh, Jurassic Park ember-cased dead Jedis. Yeah, what was the deal with that? Don't know. That was weird. Yeah, they, Don't like, know. they they never... Trophy came. room. <laughs> Trophy room, that's what I took it as. Or batteries, maybe? No, I didn't take batteries. I think it's just trophies. Oh, cool. Well, because, um... I guess it's not canon anymore, but there is that old... The, the like, the origin of the Jedi uh, comic book. Um, and in that, the Sith alien... So, before the Sith were Jedi, or were, like, evil Jedis, the Sith was an alien group. Mm-hmm. And they used Force-sensitive people as batteries, basically. Oh, so someone just stole the Matrix idea? Basically, yeah. Um, but like that's how they powered like their ships. I think was with like a force sensitive child, and then that's what the story is about. Is about like one of those kids escaping. He's like secret plot to, to Snowpiercer. Too. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a little bit of Snowpiercer, yeah. which I still don't understand and I don't like thinking about. Well, it's because the kid was the only like he was small enough to fit in the compartment where he needed to do like to like but then d- move just, something. Then he just disappeared. Uh, they find him and then he like comes out. No, that was one kid. Was it a different kid? Yeah, that kid never went in there. The one kid, he crawled in that thing and then he was just gone. I think. Oh yeah, he just kind of kept crawling. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was gone. Yeah, it was kind of disturbing. That like yeah. I mean, the whole movie is kind of disturbing. Yeah, but yeah, that kid, he just crawled in there because that was that one guy's son. Yeah. And yeah, that kid went into there and then he was just gone. And it's like I, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> That's creeped me out. Well, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, but no, Obi Wan. It was fantastic. It, it, it brought me. It brought me back around to liking Obi Wan. People bitch about why I didn't Qui Gon show up sooner, and my argument has always been it's unnecessary. He couldn't. Oh. Even Flau says I was waiting for you, and he said, "Oh, well, you weren't ready." Obi Wan was. He he cut himself off from the Force. Obi Wan's oh. power of the Force did not happen until he emerged from that rubble in the final episode. Like Qui Gon literally could not communicate with oh, him. Oh yeah. He had to reignite his for uh, himself with the force. Yeah, that's interesting. I guess, yeah, he never, he's not ever using the force up until that point. He can't. Okay. The first time he uses the force was to save Leia from. Um, so yeah, falling. yeah, he did. Okay, yeah. But he struggles with that. Yeah. And then his first fight with Darth Vader, he struggled against that. Yep. Like he literally can't use the force. It's just like how um, uh, Luke in Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. When Ray finds out he can't use the Force because mm. Luke has cut himself off from it, Obi Wan did the yeah. exact same thing. Okay, okay. So like, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of themes with that and everything like that, yeah. where a lot of repeating themes, like Lucas said, it's like poetry it rhymes. But um, the f- yeah, the the way the Force is used is really weird though in Star it's Wars. It's a flawed creation. Like it never fully makes sense because like in the none video- of it makes sense. They can technically fly like Superman if they wanted to. Yeah, well, and like in the video game, like in uh, Night Shield Republic, like the main characters were physically removed from the force, or no, I don't know, but like they were forcibly removed from the force, and then like at, yeah, you're playing as that character, so then you're relearning it. Yep. And then even in so in uh, Fallen Order, like he he's a Padawan that was a during the Order sixty six, or what is, is it sixty six? Yep. Um, and so like. He he struggles with it because every time he tries to use it, 
um, like oh. he remembers that moment and, mm-hmm. and then it kind of like just gets out of hand yep. and so like I, I think that part of the, that explains why in the game you have to relearn the force basically which for games that makes sense you yes. have to explain why you're not just a huge powerhouse but I absolutely love the scenes of him and Vader fighting and oh, they are amazing. using the force against each other like yeah. Vader doing a straight up ground pound and shattering the ground yeah. or my favorite thing I don't know why this never happened they never did this in any of the movies or something, but catching a lightsaber blade with the Force. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How Vader keeps doing it. He kept doing it to Reva, where he would put his hand up and it would stop. Yeah. And then he would just flip it. And he did it even against Obi-Wan in this, where when he's not going to be able to deflect a, bla- uh, a blade, yeah. he just puts his hand up and stops it from touching him. Yeah. I... There's nothing special about that whatsoever in a visual standpoint, like in a production standpoint. No, it just but, shows how powerful he is. Yes, and Vader is extremely powerful. Yeah, and but I just love it that like you're just stopping with your with the force, someone from swinging it at you. I just love the scene of it doing it. It, yeah. it just, I absolutely just gives me like, oh, that's such a cool thing. It is a really good move. Well, it was. It's interesting too that he never. He really never uses any force power other than, um, choke like force push. Oh, yeah. like in this, in this, like I yes. don't know that he ever chokes anybody. Yeah, he oh does. yes, he does, Riva. Yeah, he chokes. Storms Reva. in that room and starts screaming at her. But like, oh, and then he chokes a shit ton of people on the planet where he's yeah. snapping necks and stuff and dragging people through the ground. Oh, over man, the ground. that was intense. Yep. But uh, but no, like he never uses like lightning. Or... He can't. He can't. Oh, because of his suit. He's got robot hands. Oh yeah. Yeah. He well. He, so yeah. yeah, he just he himself. He can't do that stuff. Yeah. But it's just it's just funny because like in all the games, especially like you like you learn all these different force powers, mm-hmm. and it's just interesting that like Vader just he he, he only uses like three. Well, I mean, he can he can probably crush planets and stuff like that maybe with his mind. Yeah. But yeah, the only thing he can't do well his powers is diminished and he's still more powerful than anyone. Yeah. But yeah, he can't do lightning. That's the only thing he can't do because he sure. doesn't have hands. But well, and, like he never throws his lightsaber at like a boot, you know, and brings it back or anything like that. He did it in Jedi. Oh, he did. Yeah, he threw it at Luke. Oh yeah. Yep. When Luke's um, on the scaffolding, he chucks his lightsaber at him. Which that's a move that like I feel I I always wonder why it's not used more. I guess, but or like the super speed. When they yeah. Run, like, the flash. Sure. <laughs> they have super jump. I mean, like I said, you have the force. You can fly. You, well, you're you literally can, super. You can almost literally do anything. Yes, you can, and that's why they limit it because they kind of know that's a flawed thing. But they I never mean, put limitations on the force. Yeah. Or the fact that you, when you become a ghost, you're practically an immortal god. Yeah. Which I've always never liked because the idea that it's like because he says if you strike me down, I'll become more powerful. You literally become a god. Yeah. And you never participate in anything. Well, the the thing... Okay, and I was thinking about that, too. <laughs> so it's just like, why don't they... So, like, they become a Force ghost. Yep. And so, therefore, they can have access to all the knowledge. Yep. And, therefore, they should be able to make any Jedi... You're technically immortal. Right. But yes. then, like, they could pass on any information... They can do anything. They don't even need to do anything. They can literally show up and fight people, and they can't do anything to them. Yeah, but, like... But, it's annoying. But it's just, like, you know, when... Like sit on fucking logs. Like, if Luke needed information... Yep. Like, literally, Obi-Wan could have gone, gone, gone and gotten the information, and then just told it to Luke. Yep. But he, for whatever reason, he just doesn't. Bad storytelling. <laughs> the, original, the original script to, uh... The original script to Episode Nine, Duel of Fates. Uh, Luke's entire story was he was just going to be fucking trolling Kylo Ren. <laughs> yeah, well, and he kind of does. He kind of is. No, not in not in Episode Nine. 
Oh yeah. He only shows up on to talk to Ray. Right. But um, <laughs> yeah, Luke's entire story in epi- in the original episode nine movie was he was going to be just trolling Kylo Ren. He was just going to be hanging out with him on his ship, bothering him. That would have been funny. Yeah, that's the problem. Like they can touch stuff. I they can sit on logs. They can yeah, walk around. They yeah. can interact with the environment. Yeah. They are omnipotent beings now. Yeah. And they don't do anything. Well. Yoda fucking destroyed the Jedi Temple. He did. Shot it with light, force lightning. Yep. Which is funny because that's a Sith power. Well, it's Yoda. Arguably. <laughs> he hits Luke in the face with his his ghost cane. He does. <laughs> It's so obnoxious. I feel like the more I, I know the more you think about the force, the more it gets annoying. No, the the more I, I, the more that they did stuff with Yoda, the less I liked him. Oh, I love Yoda. I liked Yoda when he was just the, a Muppet on Dagobah. And well, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I love the fact that yeah, he burns down a temple and he starts laughing maniacally. Well, it's because it doesn't matter. No, and that's the point of it. And maybe that's why the force ghosts don't I, do anything because nothing matters. Yeah. <laughs> feels that way. I know people always said it's like, I would like to have seen a movie where Yoda is just like hanging out on that island with Luke, just bothering him all the time. <laughs> just well, but if Luke cut himself off from the Force, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the thing too. I look forward to it because I know uh, Anakin's going to be in the Ahsoka show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hayden Christensen was the second person to be cast for that show. So as a Force ghost, I presume. It better be. I mean. Unless it's flashbacks. I can't imagine it would be flashbacks. They would need to have a young Ahsoka, too, because Ahsoka's like 13 years old when she, uh, yeah. during the Clone Wars. And they did a fairly okay job having a 42-year-old Hayden Christensen play a 19-year-old mm. Aunt Luke. Yeah, or Anakin. okay. But, no, I would, like to see, I would like to see that relationship because there's good episodes in Rebels of Ahsoka and Darth Vader meeting. Again, meeting. Yeah. And it's very much like this final confrontation with Obi-Wan. Yeah. Like, they do parallel each other. But I would like to see that, um... Uh, I would like to see that relationship. But also, you gotta watch just Clone Wars, because that relationship's amazing. So... She's the main character of Clone Wars. When does she take... Like, she becomes his apprentice... That would have been in between episode two and three? Almost immediately after episode two. And then she, like, why isn't she in episode three then? Like, what's the argument there? That's she the final leaves. season of Clone Wars. Okay. The final season of Clone Wars takes place during episode three, and it's her story. Okay. It's where she was. She was on Mandalore. Oh, okay. Yep, she was on Mandalore trying to save Mandal- Mandalore from Darth Maul. Right, okay. So, yeah, it explains what happened to her when Order 66 kicked off. Uh, okay. So it's a really good season. It's really kind of sad too. The, well, that's just interesting too that they like kind of created such a big character after the movies came out. Everybody hated her when they first introduced her, and then yeah. now everybody loves her. And it, uh, the Clone Wars. Well, they did good character development with her. That's they why. did a great job. Dave yeah. Filoni did a great work, and she is the she is like granted uh, the Clone Wars is a bit confusing. I won't lie. Sure. It's it's told out of order. Well, and it's just kind of filling in gaps. It's filling in gaps. It's doing a lot of campaigns and telling a lot of stories, but uh, she's the main character of it. Okay. But the biggest problem with Clone Wars is there are some seas- there are some story arcs that actually take place in season like three. They mm-hmm. happen before season two. Oh, yes, it's a bit confusing. Where there's a clone troop, there's a, a clone team. Uh huh. And there, there's an entire story arc about them doing something, uh-huh. and then two seasons later, it's them in in the academy. 
Okay. It's super confusing, and I had to ask Travis about it, and he goes, yeah. "Oh yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah the the shows the shows kind of told out of order. It got better with the later seasons where they stopped doing that. But yeah, hmm. there were straight up episodes that were yeah. uh, story arcs that were out of order. That's weird. Intentionally, for some reason, I don't know. Yeah, sure. But yeah, I I like it. Yeah, um, it's a good. Sh- it's Star Wars still does good. Still waiting for that Andor show to determine if it's still good though. <laughs> yeah, I still don't know why they did that. Or why I don't know either. Like, no one knows. Andor, like Andor wasn't a character that was fun. He I just a, robot. <laughs> who's not going to be in season one? Okay. <laughs> just, what we need is Alan Tudyk just to do more robots. He'll be in season two, hopefully. Yeah. Th- wait, there's going to be two seasons. It's a two. It's a limited two season series. Oh man, weird. Yep. Okay. A, yep. It, it is only going to be two seasons long, and that's it. They're not going to do any more. Yeah. Okay. Well. I mean, it'll probably be okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, should we wrap it up? Yeah, we've been talking for, for almost an hour. Yep. Um, yeah, okay, so go watch Obi-Wan if you haven't. Um, it's been out for quite a while now, so... <laughs> yeah, concluded uh, about a month ago, so a little yeah. over a month ago. Yeah, so, uh, but other than that, head over to our website, recordinglifepodcast.com, buy some merch, please. Uh, hit us up on social media. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs>